0: and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: For a while now, there's been one word that's been stirring in me, and it's the word purpose. It's purpose. See, our purpose, what God has called us to do, has got to be bigger than us. Our purpose that God has called us to do has got to be bigger than us. So big that we can't do it. You know, Pastor Tim talked about Noah building the ark. I don't know how long it took him. A very long time to build the ark. But Noah had a purpose. He heard God's voice and he stepped into that purpose. He started going after that purpose. And the thing is, Noah had a family. He had a wife, three sons, three daughter-in-laws. The Bible says that a man that doesn't take care of his own his family is worse than an infidel. So he had this, he was still taking care of his family. He still had a job. Let's put it in our time. He, he still had a job. He worked 40 hours a week. But he had a purpose beyond his job. And it was bigger than him. You know when I just I don't believe that anybody when Noah was building the ark, come along and volunteered to plant his crops for him and to harvest his crops for him, to feed his animals for him. They didn't volunteer to come do that for him. He had to do that and what God called him to do and his purpose. But see, he didn't let anything stand in his way. He did what he needed to do in the natural, take care of his family, and then pursue his purpose. And he just kept pursuing it. I heard this the other day. Dan and I heard it. We were watching a TV program, and I heard this, and when I heard it, I had to write it down. Because this fits us in so many ways. It says, if you wait because you can't do everything for everyone, instead of doing something for someone, you end up doing nothing for anyone. If we wait because we can't do everything for everyone, instead of doing something for someone, we end up doing nothing for anyone. How many times have we thought in our mind I wish I could pay their way to the conference when we used to go to Dr. Morris Cirillo I wish I could pay their way to the conference but since you couldn't pay their own way their their whole way you paid no way guilty (laughs) instead of paying some of the things instead of starting where you are and pursuing that I'll paraphrase that statement something we've all heard if we wait until we get all of our ducks in a row we won't do anything for God if we wait till we get everything right let's break it on down If we wait till we know enough scriptures, we won't teach. I don't know enough. If we wait till we know enough scriptures, we won't preach. We wait until we know more, until we know more, till we know more. We won't do anything. we got to step out and do with what we have. Because Bible says, he that is faithful in the little, I will make ruler over much. That can apply to lots of areas. Because, you know, God said go. That's basically what he said. He said go. He didn't say when you get everything in order, go. When you get your finances right, Go. When you <laughs> when you stop cussing go and preach to somebody he didn't say that he just said go be filled with the Holy Ghost and go it's simple he'll take care of that other stuff he'll take care of it I'm saying now, we wait till we want to get everything in our life straight before we go. But our purpose, but we have a purpose. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I'm going to start in verse 9. We want to talk about our purpose just a little bit. It says, "But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him." See, God has something prepared for us. He has it prepared. but we can't conceive it with our natural eyes. Or with our natural mind. And as my wife just spoke of, our hearts can't, sure enough, can't conceive it because it, the Bible says it is deceitfully wicked. <laughs> so it can't conceive it either. It has to be conceived in the Spirit. Verse 10 says, But God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. God reveals his plan and his purpose for us by his spirit. And when he reveals it to us, it will be bigger than us. It will be bigger than us. It will will scare you. When we really begin to see what God has planned for us, we will be trembling in our boots because it's bigger than us yes it is way bigger <laughs> way bigger and we we find that purpose by doing what we did this morning by sitting at his feet that's where it's found it is found Getting into his presence, and then he reveals his purpose to us. He may not speak it to you directly, but by getting at his feet, you're preparing yourself to receive his purpose. When God gives us our purpose, Sometimes he speaks it to us through people, through ministers. Pastor Barbara speaks to you, tells you something God has said. She just spoke your purpose. Apostle Angie, when she speaks into our lives, she is speaking God's purpose. But See, sitting at his feet prepares us to receive his purpose. I'll use myself as an example. Some of you have heard this, but some of you haven't. I was very, very quiet when we started in this ministry, at, along with 99 percent of, <laughs> of everybody else. Our mouths would not open. We believed in silent prayer. Okay? I'm, that's the truth. We believed in silent prayer. Make your request known quietly. Well, <laughs> we were on, Dan and I were on vacation. Rob was gone with Buddy and Joe Ellen, so we took a little camping trip. And we were at a campground, and we got up that morning and we had walked around the campground. And I walked to this, you know what an amphitheater is? It was a big concrete slab looking out over some concrete benches i just felt something in me it says step up there so i stepped upon the slab Well, not back up i stepped upon the slab going to go look off the back curiosity explore i want to look as soon as i stepped upon that slab something in me said walk to the middle so i walked to the middle of the slab and it said turn around and look, and I turned around and looked out over all those benches, and I said, get used to it. I heard it, plain as day. I did not even tell my wife. (laughs) It's like I'm keeping that quiet. I'm telling you that but the reason I was able to hear that was because I had been in prayer when the the doors were open on Tuesdays and Thursdays if I was off I was at the altar so I was able to hear that I told no one didn't tell my wife I didn't tell Pastor Aline. I didn't jump with joy and run tell her look what God showed me no, I kept it quiet. I didn't tell any to tell anyone. I didn't even bring it up before God again. <laughs> well, that's the truth. I pushed that to the s- back. Then one day at prayer, Pastor Allen called me up and prayed for me, laid hands on me and said I would be standing before the people. She spoke my purpose. She spoke it into my life. So when someone that's in authority like that speaks into your life, they're speaking your purpose. But the thing about your purpose is it's not automatic. It's not. God has a plan and a purpose for every single one of us. Every one. Say that. God has a plan and a purpose for me. Nobody is exempt. I don't care what you've done, what you've been through, you are not exempt. It doesn't matter. Sho tor kata mane, I just break that thing. Sho ko tor shakata mane yete ko tor kata I break that thing. Yete ko tor that thinks it can't be used. Sho tor ko rata keta mane. I break you off their minds in the name of Jesus. Yete ko tor shakata mane yete to tor ko rata mane ne. So ko rata, get off. Yete ko rata mane, get off their mind. Get take out my name. God can use you. He wants to use you. As I was saying about your purpose, it's not automatic. we got to take the steps when the opportunity presents themselves because there again God gave me a word one day he showed give me a revelation and I shared it with Pastor Elaine after church you know what she said oh that's a fantastic revelation no, no. She said, You want to preach that next Wednesday night? <laughs> yes, she put you on the spot. But but she didn't say you have to do that. God has called you. Get up there and preach that. She said, Do you want to? So I had a choice. I could choose my purpose. Or I could choose to say, no, I'm not ready. Because I was not ready. I was not (laughs) ready. I never feel ready. I did not feel ready this morning. Just And just in case y'all think that when we get up here and get the mic that we're just jumping with joy and we're ready and we're just take some pressure off of you. When Pastor Barbara asked me to bring a word this morning, I was not ready. Was not ready whenever I walked up on the platform. As ready as I knew how to be. But you never feel I mean, let's get real. The creator of the universe, the galaxies and the stars, asked me through Pastor Barbara to bring a word to y'all. How can you be ready? But she said... Asked me that day, said, would you, would you share that with the people on Wednesday night? And for some reason, and I cannot understand why, yes came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, exactly, because I did not even have time to think. I had done answered the question, Yes. And I didn't even have time to think about it. Because if I'd have thought about it, it might not have been a yes. But I said yes. I spoke that next Wednesday night. We had a pulpit that had the mic come up out of the center. So I didn't have to hold it. I could grip the pulpit. Literally uh, gripped the pulpit for less than five minutes. Yes, it was eternity. Five minutes. A day is as a thousand years. Five minutes was a long time. This ain't even him. But I stepped into that. The next time she said, Would you do this? I said, Yes. There's always got to be a yes in our spirit. Always. It does not matter if you feel ready, if you think you're ready. It does not matter if you know the Bible from front to back. It's your calling, it doesn't matter. when God places a demand our answer is to be yes it's that simple yes we take the small steps we just take the small ones they don't seem small at the time that step seemed huge but looking back, I see it's not, wasn't that huge? It was actually small. So the next time she asked me to preach or teach, it was yes. She asked me to teach a Sunday school class of kids, 8 to 12. Not <laughs> call. Not my call. I'd rather teach adults, teach these kids, a mixture of young boys and girls. I could have very well said, I, Pastor, I don't feel called to that age group. But no, I said, yes. I taught that age group with Pastor Tim for about a year. Then she said, would you teach the adult class? And because of shift work, I, I would teach periodically. I said, yes. And just keep, you just keep saying yes every time. Say yes before your brain engages. Yeah. Say yes before you have time to think about what you were asked to do. thing is we we're nev- we're never feel qualified. If you feel qualified to do what God has called you to do, uh, you might need to come pray. <laughs> you either need to come pray or you don't know what he's called you to do, one or the other. we're not qualified our flesh is not qualified I'm going to skip down to verse 14 it says the natural man thinks God's wisdom is foolishness Because it is spiritually discerned, so what does that what does that mean? It's foolishness. We all know the story of David and Goliath. Here he is, this young man, probably a teenager, never been in an army. And he has accept, is willing to accept the challenge of a giant man that has been in the army since he was practically born. David says, yeah, I'll go fight with him. To the natural mind, that is foolish. That is foolishness to go fight with somebody that's eight feet tall when you're probably up well under six feet tall. But he did it. And the reason he did it was because he knew who his God was. His purpose was so big that God had to intervene. So when we talk about our purpose and we all wonder Sometimes, what our purpose is. Our purpose is really very simple. You want to know what your purpose is? <laughs> what was John the Baptist's purpose? Prepare the way of the Lord. That's our purpose. It does not matter what you're called to do. Our purpose is to prepare the way of the Lord. It is to prepare an encounter with Jesus. That's our purpose. If you're called to preach... You're preparing an encounter with Jesus. If you're called to teach, you're preparing an encounter with Jesus. If you're called to sing, you're preparing an encounter with Jesus. If you're called to work in the kitchen, like Miss Joellen, you're preparing an encounter with Jesus. Even. When you meet somebody on your job or at Walmart, your purpose is to prepare an encounter with Jesus. And we have to be led by the Holy Ghost. Because there are people out there that are ready for an encounter. And the Holy Ghost knows who they are. So when we feel that little quickening in us to minister to somebody, we just prepared an encounter. I'll tell you something I'd done here the other day that I'd never done before. I'd been out here at church. It was on a Saturday night praying for the Sunday service. I got ready to go home. Well, I decided I was going to... Well, my wife suggested I talked to her, and she suggested, well, why don't you stop by JB's and get you a burger? I like JB's burgers, so that sounded good. I pulled up there. It was late. And another couple had walked in, or was walking in, and they let me go in in front of them got my stuff and placed my order and while I was standing there, the lady started placing their order and I heard in my spirit pay for it. Pay for it. I didn't know what it, how much it was going to be <laughs> but I know what I heard. So I just stood there and when they got their order done and they started to, she started to pay for it I stepped up and said let me do this then I got to minister to her and talk to her for just a minute later prepare the way for God to enter into somebody else that's what it's all about I've seen the story in the Bible, you know, where they tear the roof off the house and let this person down in front of Jesus. That is a picture of intercession. They prepared a way for that man to have an encounter with God. They prepared the way. I don't know what the man thought. Who owned the house. But it's like these people didn't care. (laughs) They prepared a way. I mean, if Jesus was at your house and somebody got on the roof and started tearing the roof off, let's get back. We might want to go out there and say, no, y'all don't do that. But they didn't they tore the roof off, they tore a hole in it and let the man down in front of Jesus so he could have an encounter. That is our purpose. Now, we have specific purposes, but our general purpose is that right there. And God will, as we get in his presence and as we sit at his feet like we did earlier, as we do that, he, he will begin to reveal our specific purpose to us. And when He does, we begin to step in that, we begin to go that direction. Because you see our hope, our purpose is, when we say we prepare the way of the Lord, well what does that do? It brings increase. It brings increase into the kingdom. That's that's the whole, that's what it's all about right there. It's bringing increase, bringing souls into the kingdom.
0: Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.